This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here. We've got a full house uh, today. Joining me, uh, I've got uh, fellow tech enthusiasts, AJ Vickery, Graham Williams, and uh, John Beeler, who is uh, Skyping in remotely because he's uh, under self-isolation. Right? I, did, I didn't realize four jokers made a full house. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully there won't be a lot of bad jokes during this uh, episode. <laughs> we are uh, going to basically, in this episode of Get Connected, uh, talk about uh, the coronavirus, uh, self-isolation, working from home, what to do at home while, while you're, you're there, uh, just to kind of help uh, get uh, the listeners uh, through the, uh, the coming uh, week. So we're going to talk about you know, what kind of uh, apps and, and things you can use to, to work remotely? Uh, you know, what are some of our favorite shows and, and movies and uh, and TV programs uh, that we're binging right now while we have a lot of time on our hands because we're not going out uh, anywhere? And uh, how to clean our tech as well, which I think is uh, an important thing. I want to start off uh, the program right now just talking about uh, the response from a lot of the uh, the tech and gig economy uh, companies uh, that uh, are uh, out there. Uh, I think, uh, you know, if you've seen the response uh, from a lot of the telecoms, for example, uh, they've uh, given a lot of free stuff away now. Yeah, we're seeing this actually uh, both across Canada and the United States. Um, Rogers, Bell, TELUS, I think, have all started to waive uh, data overage fees for home internet which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know for myself, I mean, I've got uh, an unlimited package with Shaw, but I see I see that number creep up every month. Uh, you know, I'm watching a lot of stuff in 4K. Yeah. So it, it, it gets to be fairly uh, fairly stressful on uh, the, the network, but stressful on your, on your bank account. If you don't have an unlimited package, you see, you know, you've watched that season of whatever it is, you watch it in 4K and suddenly it's eaten up your, uh, your data cap. So blowing those data caps off is, is great. Uh, and, you know, thank you to those companies for doing it. My question right now is it's 2020. Why do we have data caps to begin with? Yeah, well, <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, I did notice some of the uh, the cable companies, uh, I think Rogers and I, I think Bell, but I know Rogers, they were actually giving out uh, free channels during uh, the next few weeks, mm-hmm. especially yeah. for the kiddies uh, yeah. that are on spring break, spring break or self-isolation, they don't know it. (laughs) Well, uh, Disney Plus did something cool. They actually uh, launched Frozen 2 ahead of schedule by three months. So now if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, as of today in Canada, March 17th, you can, uh, or sorry, last week, March 17th, you can um, watch Frozen 2. On Disney Plus? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I know they were releasing it early. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you are a Disney Plus subscriber, you get that Mm -hmm. as part of the package. I guess, uh, is it available on demand? I imagine it would be. Yes, it's on demand for rent. Yes. Yeah. Which is not good. And Rise of the Skywalker was also, uh, Rise of the Skywalker was also released early. John, you've, you've watched it since. Yes. And there's a lot of great digital extras you want to check out as well. Like three hours of extra content if you're a fan of Star Wars. Well, we'll talk about that uh, in uh, an upcoming segment uh, here. I know the uh, the cell phone uh, providers, um, Rogers, Telus, and Bell, they've also waived their uh, roaming charges. So if you were uh, if you're down in the United States or Europe or elsewhere in the world, uh, typically they charge you a daily roam like home. Type yeah. fee, which is anywhere from seven to ten or eleven dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of handy if you are trapped outside of Canada. And you know who's trapped outside of Canada right now? Who? My <laughs> wife, Alana. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we were in Spain together. I don't like saying that out loud because every time I do, people just do not want to be near me because I got back about a week and a half ago with John. 
how, how's that response been, John? No one, no one wants to talk to you, right? Oh, it's been, it's been awesome. Yes. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the uh, yeah, well, we, we were we were back before you know the doors closed, and but people just want to stay away, and you know it's not a bad policy right now. So uh, I, I came home, but uh, my wife wanted to stop into Ireland, Northern Ireland, to see family, uh, you know, for a few weeks before coming home. Uh, and now she is violently ill there. Okay. <laughs> because of that, um, the aunt she's staying with, the whole family's been quarantined now. They don't know what she has. I think she's got a bad cold. Yeah. Um, but because of the illness... The entire family is quarantined. For They're on lockdown. Family. They're on lockdown. Wow. Yeah. And, and so uh, I've been like researching online. How am I going to get her home? Like for days now, she's too sick to travel. No airline will take her, right? Because she's so ill. Yeah. Um, and so my last hope was WestJet. And I just, uh, you know, a few days ago, uh, they sent out a release. They're shutting down their international flights. Yeah except for emerging emergency ones that they're going to work with the Canadian government on getting Canadians home, which again, low on details. I'm finding it's all low on details right now, all these things that they're announcing. I mean, reasonably speaking, we're kind of in this process of, you know, knock on wood, flattening the curve, as they say. And if someone is ill, they shouldn't be traveling. I mean, with a little luck, she'll be okay, you know, in a week or so. Uh, challenges, border is probably going to be closed at that point. So uh, how's, how's she feeling about an extended stay in Ireland? Well, uh, all her family's from there, so not a problem. But yeah. things are getting dire at the Agarbo home. <laughs> like, do, do, you, do you want me keeping things clean there? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, it's a little tough right now because, you know, uh, the kids are missing her. Uh, I'm missing her. Yeah. The house is definitely missing her as well <laughs> uh, to help uh, keep order there. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little scary because you know the WestJet announcement basically saying they've suspended everything for thirty days. Yes, except for these emergency flights, which again I have zero to little information. Yeah, on so mm -hmm. it's crazy. At least your wife is here. Yes. Yeah. 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 But uh, you know, as in many situations, the work from home strategies have been employed. I know that we're still meeting here in physicality, but the reality is, it's not going to be long between before it's all virtually taking place. Yeah, I, I know uh, a bunch of our folks are working from home now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're using um, Zoom uh, to communicate. We'll talk about uh, you know some of the apps you can use to work remotely later on in the program. But yeah, it's really interesting times right now, just trying to coordinate all that, right? Because mm -hmm. we've got about 25 people that work in our company and just getting them all on the same uh, you know, work apps, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And make sure they're all working properly. It's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no question like the, uh, the, what I've been finding though, is that, uh, and like Mike mentioned zoom is that I think zoom.us, uh, it's, it's a video conferencing type collaboration screen share type program, but, but you know, using it either on your phone or on the desktop application, Mac or, or PC, it's actually really cool the way that you actually feel like you're in the same room with someone. Yeah. When you have them, like when they start speaking, their picture comes up full screen. When you start speaking, your picture comes out like it's actually quite effective. I've got, I've got a couple of tips and tricks for Zoom that we can get into uh, later on in the show. Good. I need some because I got you. I sometimes can get in. Sometimes I can't. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of the other uh, things that uh, tech companies are doing. Uh, obviously, the gig economy, things like Uber, Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes. Mm -hmm. uh, the food delivery services now are offering, uh, I guess, 
no contact delivery? Yes. Yeah. So basically they'll drop it right off right outside your door. Um, they'll knock on the door and then they run away. It's like Nikki, Nikki, Nikki nine doors, yeah. but they, <laughs> this is the best thing that has happened to raccoons in, in years. <laughs> you can see them all just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> just drop the pizza. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now walk away. I, I feel good because usually I answer when in my bathrobe. So now I don't have to suffer through that indignity. I basically just wait for the guy to go away and okay, fine. I can get my food now. That's uh, that's crazy. So, uh, yeah. So most of the delivery companies are doing that. But ride sharing, uh, Uber put out uh, a release saying the things that they're going to do to help during the coronavirus, uh, you know, challenges we're having right now. Some of them are kind of funny. Like they said, you know, if any of their drivers are diagnosed with it, they're not going to be able to drive anymore. Duh. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they do say they're going to clean their vehicles as best they can mm-hmm. because supplies are short. Like I would have left that part out. Yeah, like the supplies are short. Mm. I would just set you're cleaning your your cars, <laughs> but it's tough, right? Do you, do you get in a taxi or an Uber? Mm. You know, I, so this is the thing. I I've been I've been using Lyft, and uh, the last two drivers where I've gotten into their vehicle, they've actually had uh, Lysol wipes in the vehicle, like in the cup holder. Yeah, uh, and I, I was talking to the guy who's like, I've got a full box in the back, and uh, you know, so I I got into the vehicle and didn't didn't touch my phone, didn't do anything. And then when I got out of the vehicle, I used some hand sanitizer. I mean, it, it feels like they're they're taking this seriously, which I think is probably the most important thing that I need to see from uh, the people that I'm dealing with right now is, yeah, it, it's not uh, a casual thing, mm. right? They're, they're following the advice. And, you know, th- these services, while not essential, if they do continue to operate, they're operating in a way that is actually keeping not just their employees safe, but also their, their consumers and their clients safe. Uh, another company, Airbnb, uh, if you had booked something, uh, you were able to cancel for free, mm-hmm. which is great for the people booking. Uh, but if you're the host, it's not so good. Like my brother has a place up in Whistler mm-hmm. and people are canceling on him left, center, right. There's no recourse for him. No. Well, and so this is kind of where the Canadian government has stepped in and said they've got, I think, what was it, $1 billion where they're putting it into EI. They've waived the one week waiting period. And then also there's $10 billion for businesses. What uh, does that mean? That's how, great, do I, how do I get some of that? Like, we're, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked into it? Well, we're looking into it. Yeah, I mean, there's a is bunch it, of things that, you know, um, you're going to want to find out. Like if you're a business and you have something like a mortgage, is there an opportunity for you to sort of go to an interest-only payment? Is there working capital loans? Like these are the kind of things that we're looking, you know, into. I'm finding it's low on details right yeah, now. Yeah, well, it's low on details for sure. But you have to, that's where, you, you know, once the announcement comes out, you got to start pecking away and find out you know, what is the opportunity? That's another symptom of the coronavirus, just low on details everywhere yeah. across the board. Yeah. We're talking all about the corona, coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, uh, you know, from a tech standpoint uh, during the show uh, here at Get Connected. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about some of the tech hardware that you might want to have uh, at home while you're uh, hunkering uh, or bunkering down. Uh, also, some of the apps uh, that we're going to be using to keep in touch with uh, our uh, our friends, and uh, also how to clean your tech. Coming up <laughs> after this break, you're listening. To Get connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this, you are back with Get Connected, Mike Graham, AJ, and uh, John in studio. We're talking all about uh, tech, how to uh, self isolate yourself and have the right gear and apps while you're uh, working from home or just 
being bunkered down uh, at uh, home. Uh, on tomorrow's app show, we'll also be covering some more of the apps uh, that you can use and also some of our favorite shows mm. uh, that you can uh, check out while uh, you are self-isolating. Uh, Let's talk about cleaning tech now. That's obviously something super important uh, here at work. Uh, we are actually wiping down everything twice a day. Yes. Uh, with uh, things like Lysol wipes. Yep, yep. And, you know, just to make sure that, like, things like door handles or bathroom fixtures and things like that, you know, where people, um, you know, might be sneezing or touching their hands and basically just want to make sure that those surfaces and areas that everyone touches are kept clean. John, uh, what are some of the things you're doing to keep uh, your tech clean? I mean, I've been to your house. It's overflowing <laughs> with technology. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much the same as normal for me. Um, one of the things that I try to do all the time is keep my sque- my screens clean and keyboards. You know, the stuff that you're touching constantly. Um, just make sure if you're using any of these wipes uh, that you've actually tested your device isn't going to get damaged by using some of these wipes. Some of these wipes are much more abrasive and corrosive to glass and plastic uh others so maybe test a little corner before you wipe down your you know your your laptop screen or whatever uh just to make sure you don't destroy that that protective coat on those things mm-hmm. uh you know just use uh common sense as far as you know don't you know don't dunk your phone in, in a bottle of purell if you manage to secure a, a bottle that size <laughs> um but basically just try to keep everything clean as clean as you can uh and as often as you can um it's probably less of a concern if you by yourself because uh, it's just your stuff being touched by yourself but if you're sharing your 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 isolation uh, with family members uh, make sure that uh, their stuff is clean as well and and, and just like AJ said you know we're, we're cleaning the office multiple times a day same thing should happen at home as well the, the one thing that I do kind of want to point out here is that we do have a tendency when we're out in public to kind of forget that our phone is a bit of a vector and so, you know, you're, you're using door handles and things like that. Um, you then go out and you put your hand in your pocket. You put your phone up to your face to talk to someone. Congratulations, you've now offer, offered a path for a pathogen to get into those spaces that do get infected. Um, this is kind of where hand sanitizer does come in, uh, you know, useful um, if you are going out in public and touching things that other people are touching. Uh, so, you know, we are supposed to be staying home. We are supposed to be self-isolating. If for whatever reason you find yourself on public transit or if you do find yourself, you know, say, for example, in a grocery store where you're touching things like cart handles, your next step should not be to reach for your phone. Your next step should be to... Oh, I'm reaching for my phone all the time. (laughs) Now, kind of on the note of um, looking at these protective coatings, you know, on your phone, when you buy it, you've got something called an oleophobic coating. It's basically a coating that is, uh, it repels uh, the the moisture on your fingers, right? It's fat-based. And so uh, that's where you get your fingerprints from. Um, Lysol wipes will denature this coating. Uh, so looking but Apple has come out and said you can use those wipes now on their phones. Y- you can, yeah, but it will start to degrade that. Now, here's the thing. That, that coating degrades anyway, right? After about a year, you probably notice that your phone gets more fingerprints than it did when you bought it. So yep. this is not the end of the world. Um, this is why a lot of folks have moved to glass screen protectors because they are kind of disposable, right? Uh, you know, after about six months or a year, the, these things have an oleophobic coating of their own. It breaks down. It's another 40 bucks to go get Apple or whomever to install it for you. Um, you know, vinegar and water is actually a little bit less mm. damaging than some of these other ones and will be just as effective in most cases in taking care of that. But the best 
thing to do is make sure that that you know bacteria or virus does not get onto your phone in the first place. So don't cross-contaminate when you're using stuff in public and then reach for your phone. This is a good opportunity to use things like AirPods or like a Jabra headset that has voice activation, right? If you're out in public and you don't need to have your nose in your phone, you want to interact with it, use voice commands. Uh, the last piece of the puzzle is something that we've actually got here, and I just got one at home, which is a UVC uh, cleaning device. Now, they use these in hospitals for cleaning hospital rooms. Uh, I've got one called Phone Soap. Yeah, we've shown that on the show a few times. I, I dug it out of our uh, our inventory room here. It's been sitting in a box for like <laughs> a year or two years. And uh, yeah, it's this little kind of box. You open up the lid, you stick your phone in. It's got UV light in it. You close the lid. And within 10 minutes, it totally sanitizes the phone. And it has been proven that UVC does destroy both coronavirus and other pathogens as well. So this is something that's it's not bull hockey. It is actual science. You can go and read the white papers on it. It does work. Um, I, I paid 100 bucks for one of these things off Amazon. 8.30 this morning, I got a knock on the door. Uh, the guy put it down on the ground and walked away, <laughs> which was great. Um, but 10 minutes actually does this for you. Now, it's not just for phones. It also works for things like keys and wallets. So again, those places where you may cross-contaminate. And we're being told to push elevator buttons with our keys. This is a great way to make sure that those things are clean as well. So uh, if you are going to be using any type of isoprofenol alcohol, make sure it's at least 70% alcohol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would get a good microfiber cloth as well. If you're going to be wiping down screens, phones, uh, my Tesla dashboard, (laughs) which is essentially all screen. I was just looking at that thing this morning. I'm like, oh, my God, this thing must be a breeding ground for uh, for, for the coronavirus. Uh, So, yeah, uh, microfiber cloth, definitely, and uh, at least 70% uh, alcohol and uh, isoprofenol alcohol. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the tech we're using uh, at home uh, while we are self-isolating ourselves back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarwal here in studio. I've got my fellow tech nerds, John, Graham, and AJ. We're talking all about tech when it comes to COVID-19. If you get a chance to check out the video podcast, uh, John is holding up uh, a little 3D model he made, being the 3D printing god uh, here in Canada. Uh, John, you printed out the actual virus in 3D. I did, yes. (laughs) And it's uh, it's one of those things that you kind of, it's like printing a grenade. You you know, you could like clear a pretty quickly if you just throw this down but uh no it's pretty fun uh to see what this thing actually looks like when you're we're so used to seeing this on the backgrounds between all the news coverage of the virus and actually see i mean this obviously is much larger than it actually is but um it's a it's a pretty interesting looking little virus and where did you get the uh, model uh it's on it's online uh somebody made it a little while ago uh, when the outbreak first started and uh uh, it's a free download, and you can 3D print it to your heart's content. Too bad you can't go anywhere to show it. <laughs> That's right. Just your cat, who probably loves playing uh, with it. Uh, let's talk about some of the uh, the gear that we're using uh, while we're, uh, I guess, self-isolating uh, and you know trying to work. Obviously, uh, got to have a good laptop uh, and a good uh, video camera. Uh, the challenge is, though, on a lot of uh, some of the older computers and stuff, I was noticing that I've got like this desktop computer in my kitchen counter or, or desk. Uh, the, the webcam just sucks now. Yeah. A lot of the thinner ones, like the MacBook Air, they have a 480p camera, yeah. which is like, it's like a potato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're going to be doing a lot of video conf- uh, conferencing, John, you're holding up one right now uh, in our video podcast here. What, what do you got there? This is a Logitech uh, uh, HD webcam. You can get these for 
probably as cheap as about 50 bucks, but you know, better quality can cost about a hundred bucks, maybe 120. Yeah. Uh, and these are fantastic. They have uh, stereo mic, very nice big screen. They can attach to your, uh, to your existing laptop. You can actually mount it on a tripod if you want. There's a little tripod mount on the bottom. So you can actually have set up in your little home home office if you want and uh they sound great and um uh if you don't have a decent enough laptop uh, webcam built in it's it's a really great way to go uh yeah 50 bucks and it's going to make you look a lot better but you know what else you need is lighting yes and yes. uh <laughs> i i do this uh weekly uh skype video hit uh for one of our broadcasters ami uh they're in toronto and it, it's just killing me AJ, like yeah. I have to get up at like seven in the morning for this, and I'm literally crawling out of bed. I'm wetting my hair down just so that I don't look like alfalfa, like a crazy man or like some deranged killer. And I'm just grabbing one of my shirts. I'm still in my underwear, and I go down to my kitchen computer. And as you can imagine, the lighting at seven in the morning not is, kind. It's not kind. Yeah. And so it was funny. One of the AMI uh, guys uh, uh, last week uh, was actually in town. And he you know, sat down with me. Yeah, we got to talk to you about your video hits. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! I'm like, what? What? <laughs> it's like, well, it, you're not you're not doing yourself any favors. <laughs> he, and then he said, "You look like crap, Mike. You, you got to get a better video camera." Mm. Uh, so you know what I did? Mm. I invested uh, in a better video camera mm-hmm. and also this uh, ring light kit on Amazon. Mm. Oh, nice. So have you seen these things? They're yeah. Like, uh, it's like a circle light oh, yes, yeah. that all the YouTubers are using. <laughs> yes. And it, it was 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Comes with like a tripod and everything mm-hmm. and this ring light. And it is, it, I haven't got it yet, but it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious because, so I, I teach at BrainStation. Yeah. And my class uh, last Saturday uh, was moved online only. And it was great because actually some of my students were, they not coronavirus, but they were not well. And they were worried they were going to miss their last class. They weren't going to make their uh, make their final project. And so everyone was able to join me. Uh, and so I, I kind of went through this. The, the big piece of hardware that I, I found was helpful was actually a stand for my laptop. Because, you know, if you take a look on, the, on our video podcast version of this right now, you'll see the two laptops are in front of Mike and AJ. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got a great angle to look directly up your nose. Mm-hmm. Right? I know. The, i got to trim the nose hairs. <laughs> I really do. Um, so, so I actually use a, uh, a recipe book stand, uh, open the laptop up almost all the way. And mm-hmm. it actually puts the camera almost at eye level for you. So you can end up having a conversation with someone looking through the webcam. So it looks like you're looking them in the eye. That's cool. Um, it, it sounds like though, and I just got an email from BrainStation uh, yesterday saying that they are going to send me a broadcast kit. And I have no idea what's in that yet, but I'm hoping for one of these ring lights. John, what are you using to make yourself? I mean, you always look good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, like Graham said, uh, I actually raised my laptop up. I'm just using uh, a box from my actually my mesh router because it's just the right height to bring the camera up to eye level. Um, I've also, like you, Mike, I do a amount of these remote hits all the time. So I invested in a light. I don't have a ring light. I have a diffuser, a diffused box light that's just using a little LED light so I can leave it on all day and it doesn't actually give off any heat. Uh, it came with a tripod uh, and the, the bulb thing like that. I think it was about 50 or 60 bucks as well. So it was very affordable and you know it gives you nice lighting which isn't quite as harsh if I was to turn on my kitchen lights which would be a little bit different uh, view than you're seeing right now. Um, but yeah, there's just a little things you can if you don't have the time or the ability to get some equipment you can just use a lamp and take the maybe the lampshade off and put it a little further away just to have a little bit more distance between you and the light so you don't have these harsh shadows as well 
Um, those kinds of things you can do to make it really easy. But I think, like Graham said, raising up your laptop. So, and we've seen this before when we've interviewed people. They're literally using their laptop on their lap or on a tabletop, and it's shooting right up their nose. Or every time they move, the camera moves with them. So it can be really distracting, actually, if you're trying to have a conversation with someone and they're just worried about your laptop falling off your lap at the time. Well, it's funny you talk about the angle. Yeah, uh, you don't want people looking up your nose when you're, you know, doing video chat meetings. Uh, you know how we always go down to Vegas for a CS show? I have to do those video hits with uh, Global. And, uh, John, you've stayed with me and AJ as well. Or you all have in the same room. Uh they're usually like at 6.30 in the morning and I'm scrambling around trying to find something to prop my laptop on. And it's typically, I've got like three pillows and hoping to God that the laptop doesn't, you know, fall fall down, yeah. which is uh, a little little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, one thing that... Oh, I was going to say, something else you can do too, um, and you may notice that my background is actually blurred out right now. Yeah, That's nice. just a set of Skype to do that. And uh, and Zoom has some options for some virtual backdrops as well. So you can actually, you know, you don't have to clean up your house for that that, uh, that conference. And you can actually just use some of the tricks built into the tools themselves to actually make your place look a little bit nicer or cleaner or, you know, hide the dirty laundry, whatever you need to do. Yeah, one of the things I brought into the studio with us this morning is my Jabra uh, Evolve 75 uh, headset. And again, uh, Graham, you'd pointed this out earlier in the show. Uh, a good headset, uh, especially one with some voice control options, is, is a great um, function. But also just in terms of, like, being in a lot of these, uh, you know, virtual conference calls, um, you know, being able to uh, have a headset on really makes a big difference because then you find the audio quality of both your voice and also hearing everybody else in the room is just that much better. It's it's a night and day difference. Yeah, I, I got a Jabra headset for my uh, computer at home. Uh, it it changed. Uh, my calls. And it's not a small investment. I mean, this particular one, um, the Evolve 75, you know, retails for around 350 bucks Canadian. So, yeah. you know, you're making an investment, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the quality of the sound and also the, um, the, the microphone is excellent. But well, it's good because it not only works with your computer, but you can have it uh, paired with your cell phone yes. as well. Yeah. I always think he's working like second job at a call center. <laughs> <laughs> you want okay. fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to have to take a break uh, here on Get Connected. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the apps that we're uh, using to keep connected. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. We will be back shortly after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Eggerbo here. We've got AJ Graham and John with me. We've got full house today because we're uh, trying to cover tech to get us by during the uh, COVID-19 pandemic here. A lot of us are working from home now. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about cleaning your tech, some of the hardware that uh, you would need. Uh, so let's talk about some of the uh, the apps here. Maybe starting with the, the work ones mm -hmm. uh, right now. So uh, the nice thing is a lot of the apps we use now they do have collaboration built into them, like Office 365, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Google Docs or the G Suite, as they uh, they call it. Uh, but there's some other ones uh, that are, are gaining popularity. Tomorrow on the App Show, we'll be talking with the folks over at Zoho. Uh, they have uh, a new suite uh, that they've just launched within a week uh, of, uh, I think, in the beginning of March uh, and giving it out free right now till July. Wow. It's like uh, meeting software, word processor, everything even webinar software. Good of them. Yeah, so uh, if you want to find out more about that, tune into the app show tomorrow. One we've been using a lot uh, lately is Zoom. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because um, 
Slack has been the main technology that we've used as a communication tool for the office. And, and Explain to listeners what Slack is. So it's it's essentially a chat-based program. And actually, Graham, you're the one that originally brought this, <laughs> brought this to us. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a company that was uh, founded out of British Columbia here, uh, Vancouver, in fact. One <laughs> of the founders of Flickr if, back in the day. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but it's, you know, it's a, it, it gives you the opportunity for all of your staff to be on this account where you can essentially just communicate via uh, well, the main mo- method that we use is is uh, creating different channels for different topics and then communicating in those channels via text or, or writing. Uh, but it also has the ability to do other things as well, including uh, video uh, calls. I, I found this was really the replacement for the vast majority of my email for me. It's pretty much replaced internal email almost altogether. Mm-hmm. And that was the problem, right? You know, you used to look into your Outlook inbox and you would have even when they added threading to Outlook, it was hard to keep track of where projects were. People would, you know, start a new thread from an old email and it would just kind of get lost in the haze. Or my favorite emails. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. S- sent out to 14 different people. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there, there's a bit of a joke that we're kind of with the, the advent of COVID-19 we're seeing, you know, that meeting could have been an email after all. Um, we're, we're taking it right back to that. That meeting really could have been a Slack message, which in a lot of cases, because it does give you this chronological chat room for individual projects, you can keep track of the status of something and go back into it, into the history of a project and see it right away. You don't, you don't have to, could you dig that email out for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and this includes like, you know, built-in file sharing and uh, includes built-in link sharing. You can integrate it with, uh, with Office 365 or with uh, the Google apps. So it's a, it's a pretty strong piece of software for that, for that organization. You know, and the one thing that I liked about it is it just created this extra level of communication because mm-hmm. sometimes an email thread, you forgot somebody or left them off, but generally when you create a channel and everybody's invited everyone's able to sort of sort of keep pace on what's going on the message might not be directly to you but if you're interested in sort of being apprised of what's going on in that particular channel you can sort of keep up to date so the one thing that i felt was um you know going back to mike your question about zoom is the one thing with slack i felt where it sort of ended was that next level of collaboration the ability to sort of have that uh, immediate discussion but potentially also share your screen mm-hmm. you know and that's and that's where zoom came in and and when i looked at slack i wanted to find a tool that augmented slack really well and so Slack has a marketplace where you can sort of look to the different apps that work well with its platform, and Zoom was one of them. And Zoom uh, is that next level. Uh, it's it's if you truly are remote and can't go sit down with someone quickly and look at their screen and look at something. Uh, and we're a very creative company. We're a very visual company. This now lets you extend that um, to sharing your virtual screen. So now we can both look at my screen at the same time from two different places. The, the best part about that, sh- that screen sharing is being able to share just one application. Yeah. So in the past, you know, you would share a screen with someone and you would see their emails come in. You would see their text messages if they were on a Mac, they would pop up in that notification center. Being able to just share you know, say for example, PowerPoint or Keynote, so that whoever you're sharing with, it's great for presenting to clients because it keeps all of what's going on on your computer private. They're just seeing what you want them to see. That's huge for me. I love that. The big thing for me though, uh, like I, the video is important yes. for me because I, I need to see the the body language, you know, the little facial cues. Mm-hmm. Have I struck fear in them? <laughs> uh, but it works well, not only with desktops, but with mobile devices. We had a, a call yesterday, yeah. uh, four of us, and I was uh, 
on my way home. Yeah. Uh, my daughter was driving, thank God. Yeah. And I was able on my iPhone to log into this Zoom call and it just worked like a charm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, so we were all chatting like we were in the exact same room together. Yeah. And that's what I really And there was liked. no lag or anything. No lag. And yeah. you were on one device. I was on a completely different device and we were all sort of meeting virtually. But that video, I think that's the key. So I said I had two tips for you really quickly. Uh, the first being, uh, you talked about speaker view earlier, being able to see who's speaking. If you want to see everybody all at the same time, click on gallery view and it'll give you all of those thumbnails of everybody there. Mm-hmm. Second tip is put yourself on mute and you can actually unmute yourself just to speak by pressing and holding the space bar. And when you release the space bar, it puts you back on mute. It's a really great way to not interrupt the flow of the conversation, but be involved when you need to. We're going to have to take another break. When we come back, we're going to do our tech of the week. Some uh, some tech to help you while the hour's uh, away. And uh, John's got some pretty cool stuff. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here. We've got uh, tech nerds, Graham, AJ, John. We've just got one segment left. Uh, a lot of us are self-isolating now. Maybe we've got a bit of time on our hands. Uh, John, uh, you're a big 3D printer guy. I wanted you to talk about... Uh, uh, 3D printing and how someone could get involved with that. Yeah, so uh, the easiest way to get started is not to take a class, it's just to buy a printer because they're really inexpensive now. People don't realize the prices have come way down. When I started about 10 years ago, it was at least 1500 to $2,000 to get a kit. Now you can get a fully assembled or mostly assembled printer now about 200 bucks on Amazon, you can probably get same day or next day delivery. So it's pretty easy to get into this hobby. Uh, and there's no limit to what you can print. I mean, we talked about earlier that I printed uh, the virus. This was actually done on a resin printer. It cost a little bit more money than uh, the printers that I for $200, which if you were if you're looking to get one, uh, look for an Ender 3. It's a great entry-level printer, but it also is a great workhorse. Uh, this was printed, the, the virus was printed on a um, Anycubic Photon S, which is about $400 on uh, Amazon, uh, and it uses a different technique. But I've been printing stuff for friends while I've been home. Uh, this is a yarn loom for my friend that's learning how to knit. And I'm actually thinking I'm going to print another one for myself and teach myself how to knit while I've got all this free time. John, you don't have and, a lot of free time. Uh, I'm, I'm going doing... to keep you busy with work. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but I've also been using this time to work on some projects that I've been putting off. And so something else I printed, this is a, a, a mount for uh, what's called a drag knife. I have a CNC machine that allows me to uh, do things like uh, create printed circuit boards, uh, etch and engrave uh, metals and woods and that type of thing. Uh, with a very inexpensive little uh, attachment I bought on Amazon, it allows me to upgrade my CNC to actually cut vinyl and make stickers and all kinds of stuff like that as well. Uh, so again, just exploring your hobbies while you have all this free time. Uh, there's lots of great tools uh, for hobbyists out there, whether it's a 3D printer or or you know, uh, those types of devices that you've ever wanted to explore. There's a million YouTube videos if you want to watch before you buy about how to do all this stuff too. And there's some really great folks out there that are putting out some really great uh, content on, uh, specifically for the beginner. And we've talked about this before uh, on the show with uh, some of our guests as well. So, uh, you know, definitely explore those hobbies now that you've got some free time and don't be afraid to jump in. John wins the ultimate nerd contest. Hey, uh, if you want to see our video podcast, check out getconnectedmedia.com. Also, uh, enter our contest. We're giving away a Google Nest Mini. Subscribe to our newsletter. That's how you enter. Listen to the app show tomorrow, 10 a.m. here on CKW 980. We'll see you again next time.
You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.